0: I'm talking to Gloria Stock. Unfortunately we can't meet so this is being done by telephone. She's been involved in an art project for the U3A in Farnham. Gloria, could you please tell me about the first project that you did this year with them?
1: Well it actually started last year in September. These projects go on for a little bit of time and the idea is that I teach the group new skills Through each project. The third project was teaching them about compositional skills and brush mark making skills. So we took a very simple man-made object, and working from the object, transposed the design of the object onto a square canvas. We then went into some brush making techniques to do a very simple background, and then to block out various colours on the canvas and to work from larger brushes to smaller brushes, which show more detail. Sounds a little bit more complicated than it actually is, but help was there all the way right from the very beginning where students were photographing their object and were using their mobile phones to do so. And then I was teaching them how to adjust the image on their mobile phone to desaturate the color change the colours completely. Lots of peripheral things come in as students' needs arise so it's never usually straightforward because different students have different needs because they're at different stages of their artistic development.
0: Now this painting group that you're involved with how many students do you actually have?
1: There were at one stage 32 students on the books It's quite a large number, but we don't usually get everyone. Not all of them would arrive at the same week. So usually we were in the sort of mid-twenties, I would say. So lockdown gave us a few problems as far as tuition was concerned, which I have been trying to do on Zoom. But I also, as we started a new project now, which obviously I'll talk to you about later, give them a sort of step-by-step help on the new project, showing them examples of work that I've done, asking questions. But there's a limit to how much you can do on Zoom for a practical subject. So it all takes much longer than you would anticipate.
0: You started the first project last September, so you had six months where you could help people physically. Yes. And then you took to Zoom.
1: Yeah, to finish off that project and to start a new one, yeah.
0: The second project, what is that on?
1: I thought it might be a good idea to actually get them to concentrate on something that was accessible to everyone. So I chose a skyscape where they were having to, for the subject of their composition, would be just the sky. No trees, no land, no water, no sand, no beaches, no aeroplanes, just sky which then sort of limited it to sort of cloud formations and things like that. That was quite an issue for some of them, I think, in the beginning, because they'd never done anything quite so ephemeral before, something that was changing all the time as you were watching it. But we went through the process of how to research, how to study, how to do the observational drawings, and they got sent um, a programme of study as well as the Zoom Sessions where I went through examples of that type of work, in a sense, homework for them to do go out, sit in the garden, draw a sky, do some research, try some things out before they actually started their finished painting. And to give them further challenges, I totally changed the format of what they were used to doing. So the format of the canvas that they were working on is what's called a double square which means that it's twice as long as it is wide or twice as wide as it is long. That's something that they hadn't experienced before, but I like to give them a little bit of a challenge every now and again. Even though you said it was complicated before, I do like to maybe overcomplicate it sometimes, but as a subject it was simple but complicated. And again, going through how to apply the paint on the canvas whether or not to underpaint, things like broken color field and throwing away their inhibitions is usually the greatest obstacle.
0: When you say inhibitions, you mean the way that they think they're meant to see something?
1: Yes. This is a crowd, so it needs to be white. And fluffy. White and fluffy, yes. It needs to look like a sheep. Showing them other artists' work is usually extremely helpful, and I I try to do that. Obviously, by technological means, sending them stuff over the internet that they can have a look at, showing them some examples during the Zoom sessions, that sort of thing. I cannot stand over them and watch what they're doing, as you quite rightly said earlier on.
0: I suppose one thing that the current situation has, has meant is some of them may well be doing more painting than they would have been doing if they'd just been coming along to the Maltings.
1: Yes, but conversely, some of them are doing less. And I think that's got to do with isolation i I think it's very difficult for a lot of people to be creative in those sorts of circumstances i'm sure that when lockdown started people thought oh now i've got the time to do all these different things and they haven't done them and that's normal so i never sort of push the students and say well you know you've had so many weeks to do this project have you finished yet i I just don't push it i need them to to work at their own pace and i think that's really important some of them work a bit more.
0: Just interesting that how different people react.
1: I'm sure that someone is going to write down a fabulous doctorate paper on the psychology of what happens to people during lockdown and how various things come to the surface and various things don't.
0: So you've had these two projects. Are there any more in the pipeline?
1: I'm in the process of um, doing the next project where we'll be bringing the two elements that we've done in the last two projects together so this time it will be a landscape per se with a simple object in the foreground a sky in the background but they're going to learn how to think about working the middle ground and what to put in and also thinking about colour so that we don't all end up with rather uninteresting brown and green constables. So I'm hoping again to sort of free up people's thoughts about what constitutes a a good painting. Again, I'll be using some references from actually one local artist who isn't really a conventional landscape painter and give them some ideas about colour and light and stuff like that.
0: Sounds very interesting. You have this role of... um coaching people were you an yeah. art teacher or something like that in yes. previous life yes
1: I, was. <laughs> yes I was in a previous life 34 years man and boy <laughs>
0: <laughs> well thank you very much it's been lovely to talk to you